Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? Mm, my stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are We There Yet? The family podcast for adults. The only show with a totally fucked up chair. It's ruining everything. It's noise is ridiculous. Way to go, Cam. Nice job. This episode number 681, Strangeland, which is where we live. Everything's strange here. Think so? How come this isn't feeding? What are you talking about? See this? You can usually see it. You can't see any. No, look, see? It's running on the bottom, but it's not up here. What's I, going on with that? Uh, I'm going to tell you how to do this again. Down towards the middle area, do you see two triangles? It's on the towards the right. Two triangles. Do you see them? And they're not lined up, right? Right here? How weird. Why is it doing that? It's like fucking magic. Sorry about that, guys. I had to fix the <laughs> garage band for Kim. Why is it doing that? I've showed you how to do that before. It's so that you can do loops and stuff. So that it's I know, not... but I never ever touch it. You accidentally press it. You press the key. You, 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 well, it's more of the strange land. Oh my God. Here we the... go with the stupid well, technical difficulties. You get, to, you get to edit the show this time because I don't know how to fix that. They're going to call us. We're going to call us. They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Email. show at gmail.com. Tyler's asking if you apply the tiger blood. Kim doesn't need tiger blood. She has dragon queen blood inside of her, and it lashes out at the world and fucks things up. I think up it's the Charlie sure Sheen rot sure that's, like, tainting everything. Sure. Thanks, Amazon, for being my sponsor. There's no Charlie Sheen in you, except for he has a book of poetry on Amazon. Did you know that? Huh? I, I'm going to have to read some He's of a that. Vatican warlock assassin, Kim. He knows how to write With a, a machete. I'm not talking about Charlie Sheen. Stop. Sorry. Stop. I think you have kind of a crush on him. That's the real oh, deal. Boo. You want to be He's one all of, ate up. You want to be one of his goddesses? He looks a little bit like he belongs in the Midwest somewhere. You know, I'm you want to be saying. one of his goddesses. Maybe. Charlie Sheen licking on your slit with his gashed up teeth, his coked out, cracked out, messed up face, all smashed looks up. like some you. people we grew up with. I'm just saying, are you lonely for home? What you're like, nope. A little toothless oral. Ran away from ever. that stuff as fast as I could. <laughs> Not looking back. I kind of felt like Charlie Sheen the other night when we went out to dinner. Like the world didn't understand me and everybody was misinterpreting me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There are peons that were cowering before my might. It was a little Twilight Zone-ish. We go out to dinner and right out of the fucking gate, everybody at the restaurant is acting weird. And I know that sounds paranoid, but it's true. Well, at first, when we walked in, there were a bunch of people waiting. Right. Everybody had their little flashy things. But guess what? I had reservations. And so we walked right in, right. which people didn't like at all. Let me give you a tip. If you ever come to Dallas and you intend to eat anytime between the hours of 6 o'clock in the evening and 10 o'clock in the evening, make a fucking reservation. Because people here eat out a lot. And as a result, getting into a restaurant can be tricky. Especially if it's someplace nice. Like if you want to go to P.F. Chang's, yeah, better fucking call ahead. Mm, that's true, especially on a weekend. Right. So we we blow in, right? Mm. And we're not making a big deal about it. We just walk in. It's like, we got reservations. Off to your table. Mm-hmm. They seat us. And the chick who seats us, she, she was a little, mm, she's a little meaty. 
Nice. Little, little thick. Nice way to put it. Mm-hmm. And she had junk not just in the trunk, but in the back seat and the front seat and strapped to the top of the car. Right. And she goes. <gasps> yeah. She was, she was all sweaty. <sighs> Sorry, I've got asthma. They were very busy. You, you don't have asthma. You have 500 pounds of meat strapped to your shoulders. Yeah. And please don't tell me that anyway, because I feel a little bit ooky now. Well, and my thing is, don't explain. Right? You're not going to make it any better. Mm-hmm. Okay? Just don't explain. Well, you're not making me feel very comfortable with the wheezing stuff. I understand. Right. I don't want you wheezing on my food right. when you come back. And I don't want you... <laughs> here's the thing I don't want, and I know you've already done it. Don't drip sweat into my drink off of your brow as you're walking with it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So she's acting weird right out of the gate, apologizing and shit. And I was like... It's we didn't a, even say anything. We, just get the fuck out of here. I know. It was weird. So she comes back with our drinks, right? And she's apologizing profusely because you got lemonade. And for some reason, lemonade's got to come from the goddamn bar. Mm-hmm. And we're like, don't worry about it. Uh, we've, uh, we've been there a billion times. Right. It's the same way every time. I or- always order lemonade. I know it comes from a bar. I know it takes a little bit. And you only, no drink, you only drink two sips out of any drink I buy anyway, so it doesn't matter. Well, I don't want to be on the pee train. I'm just saying, when we go to dinner, you can order a drink and you'll take two sips and that's all you're going to have. Fine. So we're really being nice. We're not saying anything rude. No weird comments. And out of the blue, she comes up to the table and she goes, uh, one of the wait staff said that you're angry because it's taking too long to get your food. So I've talked to the manager and moved it to the top of the list. Yeah. And we, we hadn't talked to anybody. We didn't say anything. We didn't flag anybody down. Right. And, and we, weren't, we weren't talking about the food at all. We were just having chit chat. We'd right. been there for five goddamn minutes. I, I don't think I've ever complained about food. About food taking too long at the restaurant. I don't think I ever have. Well, never to the wait staff. No, I mean, we can been... grumble among, amongst ourselves. Except for that one hideous trip to on the border, or the three or four hideous trips on the border. But in general, I don't complain about it too much. And in this case, I hadn't complained at all. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden, we have a whole constellation of servers orbiting us. There's managers and shit mm-hmm. talking and pointing at us and shit. Mm-hmm. We didn't do anything. I was totally paranoid after that. I was like, they're watching us, and I'm not sure why. Well, and here's the thing. I'm not being a dick, so please don't spit in my food. Do you think that's why when you ordered your special salad, it didn't have any of the goodies in it? I don't know. <laughs> I always get the same salad because it has asparagus, it has potatoes, black, it has olives, black olives, mushrooms, all this stuff that I like. Right. Everything gross Kim loves. Yeah. And this time it came with no potatoes. What? Yeah, potatoes are not expensive. I'm sorry. Right. You're cutting corners on the potatoes now? Yeah, and no asparagus. I mean, asparagus can be kind of expensive, right. but they don't put that much on there. Right. So it, it was so honestly. So I, I, I should have complained since we were being treated like we're complaining. Well, that anyway. was my thing. It was like, okay, now everybody's treating me weird. What, should I just start acting weird? And, and I would, they would come back to the table like, is everything okay? Yes, everything's okay. I'm not complaining. Yeah, in fact, the customer service was a tad on the excessive side. Yeah, and I was like, please stop. And what makes me, it really makes me freak out because I don't know what I did. It was like I was suddenly dropped down a bizarro land and I don't know how to act now. I kept looking around for cameras thinking we were on, what would you do? I thought so too. I was like, I don't know why, am I being the dick somehow and I didn't notice it? We literally did not talk to anybody and they were all acting like we'd complained to everybody. Mm -hmm. I think the only thing we complained about was, and restaurants, I'm going to tell you to stop this right now. Don't seat obviously gargantuan people 
in your little tiny booths. Because what happens is, and the, Kim was getting knocked around like a ship in the middle of a storm. <laughs> no. These booths have, each set of seats is connected back to back. So when you sit down at your table and you're comfortable and some giant chuggo comes and throws his 600 pounds down on it, it, it crushes you against the table. And then the guy, the guy's slamming his big fat ass in and out of the chair. And look. Listen, yeah, I don't know what he was doing back there. I obviously I had my back turned right. to him. But. I'm not I'm not slim and svelte, okay? So when I call you a fat ass, you are truly a fat ass. And and I mean you're twice as big as I am. I didn't even complain about it though. Ex- you, oh, I, I did. I was like, know. come on. And he's fucking slim and then he's like, oh, it's too tight. <laughs> he's got Zilla and all over the restaurant and he slams himself down on the other side. I was like, really? But that was the only complaint I had the whole night. No, nobody else, co- we didn't complain about anything. And yet everybody was acting like we did nothing but bitch. Okay, so fine. We finished our meal. We get the check. And then you and I just both head to the restroom before we leave. Okay, right. fine. Not a big deal. I sign the check or I, I fill it out. I set it back down. I go to use the bathroom. We come out and half the restaurant is chasing us. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> we're, like, we're getting everybody mobbed. Everybody knows we're in the bathroom. What the hell? Right. We're getting mobbed <laughs> go from in there every together. side. I was like, what are you doing? And the guy's like, oh, you forgot to sign a check. Okay. I don't need six of you so coming So it was like me. we were leaving on purpose without I, having paid for it. I felt like I was in Walmart getting busted for shoplifting. Like I was getting ready to head out the doors and 16 portly security guards were about to tackle me. I was like, okay, let me just let me just fucking sign it. Chill the fuck out. <laughs> Seriously, I think they thought we were trying to pull a fast one. But we've well, been there a billion times. And so. and here's my thing. I don't know. I, I wanna know I'm I need to know what I did. Doesn't that concern you? I guess. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I need to go in for a Botox treatment. Maybe my angry brow is permanent. Well, I've told you before that sometimes you say things in a tone that Makes the oh, rest of so us... blame it on me. No, 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 Fine. No, no. I'm not blaming on you. What I'm saying is sometimes you will say things, especially. Oh my God. Would you just let me finish before you make yourself look bad? I'm saying sometimes when you're on the phone or something, you use a tone that makes me feel like somebody slashed me with a cat, cat of nine tails. Okay. But That's this time, fine. but this time you didn't. This time you, I didn't hear that tone at all. So what do you think it was? Do you think they Does just... it matter? Well, yeah, because now I'm afraid to go back there. I don't know. Because the worst thing I can think of is for a restaurant you like to go to to think you're an asshole. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's like we went to P.F. Chang's and we got the same douchebag waiter two times in a row. Now, listen, when you go to P.F. Chang's, there's a little ritual they're supposed to do. It's almost like a little chemistry set at your table, mixing your sauce. The guy asks you what you like, whether you want it spicy or tangy or what, and then he mixes it up to your specifications, right? Yeah, he's supposed to. The, the, we've gotten this guy two times in a row that just grabs a thing of mustard and just flicks it into the, into the soy sauce and goes, there you go. Well, yeah, but he said, I'm going to mix this kind of mild. And they took a giant dollop of the stuff and then put way too much chili stuff right. in there. So it was super spicy. Right. And I was like, you're, you're not dick. even being genuine. And he didn't even explain. There, It's like the sauce is one of the best things. They explain you put a little vinegar to cool down, a little, so a little of this chili sauce to make it kind of smoky, a little bit of the chili paste to make it hot. He didn't explain nothing. If we hadn't been there before, we just would have died. That's true. So I'm sorry, restaurant waitstaff, if you recognize my voice from the show and you think I was a dick. I wasn't trying to be. I don't know what. I don't know how else to fix it. I'm sorry. I mean it. I'm sorry. 
A man, Manteca woman survived a heroin ordeal, clinging to the hood of a minivan traveling at high speeds for more than 30 miles. She says she jumped on the vehicle because her husband had been using drugs and she was trying to stop him from driving Friday night, but that didn't work. Instead, she says he drove all the way from Manteca to Pleasanton on the freeway while she held onto the windshield wipers and a side mirror. He was going over 100 miles an hour at certain points of the trip. And she's hanging on. Yikes. Here's my thing, though. If your husband is doing drugs or drinking or whatever, I think probably one of the worst ways to stop them is to jump on top of the vehicle. That yeah, is dumb. Yeah. If you're worried that they're they're too fucked up to be driving, they're probably too fucked up to pay attention to the fact that you're exactly. hanging out of the car. Exactly. Or maybe or he to just care. truly did not give a crap. Yeah, and sometimes when you get fucked up, you get mad. You know what I mean? I'm sure he, she was obstructing his view. Yeah, he's like, bitch, let me turn right. on the But you know, if you really wanted to get rid of her, you could just turn on the wipers. That's what I would do. You should have just slammed on the brakes. Yeah. So they're tumbling down the road. Flying over the... I don't, I don't know what's wrong with people anymore. There's no common sense. Like, like, how are you think you're going to stop the car climbing on top of it? I don't know. I want to know what kind of car it was because if the windshield wipers were strong enough to hold a woman on there while they're traveling at high speeds, that's pretty impressive. That is I think pretty, the windshield wipers are kind of flimsy. That is pretty industrial strength. I'm not sure how she did that. And I'm kind of surprised they didn't turn them on because I would have. I would have turned on the, had a spritzer with a little cleaner. Get off my car. Nice. Or maybe she was just really fat and she, her fat just kind of oozed evenly. I don't think Like that. a little bit of suction. I don't, I don't think fat people stick to things. I don't know. I don't think so. Though it does, that does remind me. You know the magnetic boy? You know the one that can stick spoons to his right. head and shit? Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> as typically happens, some actual scientists got a hold of this kid. He's just greasy. Ew. <laughs> he produces an abnormal amount of skin grease. Yeah. I'm sure so he, he was not happy there. to find that out. Not magnetic. Talk about bursting his bubble. Greasy. Yeah, how do you like? How do you go from being Magneto, Lord of the Mutants, to you're just gross? Let's go. Shh, don't tell anybody. I do wonder about that though. But if we're gonna ever actually see superpowered mutants, I'm kind of getting tired of waiting on it. it. The mutants we get are always just explanation. Mutants we get are always just sad. You know. Yeah. What's your special power? I'm Harry. I have oh. regeneration. Does that count? No, it doesn't. How, have you regenerated your groin gash, by the way? It's doing pretty well. Can I see it? No. I never did get to see it. I'm kind of disappointed. Nobody needs to see that. I'm just saying, you're my wife, and I should be entitled to see anything I want to see. I'm not I'm not trying to be gross about it. I'm just curious. Man, when I told you when I was doing the uh, internet search, I stumbled upon a photo of a man who had, like, elephantitis of the balls. Okay, I don't know how you get from groin gash to giant balls. Come on. I think you're just searching for porn at this point. You're just Whatever. Porn. You're just porn surfing. You're just going from porn site to porn site. It was one of those things. It was just that part, so you didn't really know what you were looking at. Were they you all, look at it and you're like, oh, my God. Were they, were they all warty looking? They had, like, mm-hmm. weird growth sticking out from them? Terrible, terrible color. <laughs> it wasn't good. I don't know how people let that kind of shit go. Me either. Get, you? Oh, look you who's talking. A, f- a f- care flight. I, I'm just saying, you, like three you say you don't know how road. people let stuff go. You let a gash to your groin go. Like, man, whatever. Whatever. 
You know, there's it's not all, life threatening. There's yeah, it could be. There's all kinds of important. It's not. Sh- you don't think there's all kinds of important stuff that runs right I through do. that part of your body? I have. You told me it wasn't faith healed. in my healing powers. I did. What if you just sliced through a vein or a tendon or something? Oh my god! I think I would have had a hard time walking. You said it was doing better. Yes. You didn't say it was healed. It's There's a healing. difference. I don't believe you. Let me see. If it wasn't healing, I would have probably done that. I don't believe Maybe. You. I don't believe you. Maybe. But back to the story at hand, ladies. If your husband's too fucked up to drive, you don't, you're not going to help matters by getting up on the, wind, on the mm-hmm. hood of the car. 911 might be a good idea. Well, you don't want him to go to jail. He might hurt somebody. He's on the road for crying out loud. I'd rather have him sitting in jail than. I, I'm just saying. That's what she's driving a hundred like, miles oh. an hour down the highway. Crime. She could have gotten killed herself. Well, to be fair, he's only driving fast because she won't get off the car. You know what I'm saying? It's hardly his fault. Get off the car, and I won't have to drive fast. Is what he should have said. That's what I would have said. You're you're making me drive fast by being on the windshield. I can't see. I don't know. Uh, Girls need to learn your place is in the back seat, not on the hood. Just saying. All right, here's my next story. Better be good. Virgin Blue has sacked a male flight attendant and offered an angry mother free flights after her toddler was put in an overhead locker. Natalie Williamson claims she, her 17 month old son Riley, and her now estranged husband were on a Virgin flight from Fiji to Sydney. When the flight attendant picked up Riley, placed him in the locker, and closed the latch. Virgin has admitted an incident did take place, but claims Ms. Williamson's husband was playing a peekaboo game with Riley involving the overhead compartment when the flight attendant joined in. Now, a couple things, okay? First, how come the husband is now estranged? How'd that happen? My guess is that she's making a big giant deal out of it. And he said, he said that's not <laughs> what happened. And she's like, we can make a lot of money off this. And he's like, see ya. Well, she is trying to make a lot of money. She's saying the kid's mm-hmm. distressed now. He's a 17 he's, month old. He's withdrawn. He's withdrawn. He doesn't like to communicate with people anymore. He's terrified of close. Although spaces. I could see, you know, putting a kid in something and closing the door will be I, scary. I, I, I guarantee it wasn't, but, it wasn't more than a second. And it's all in how you handle it. And Like, like a kid gets a shot and you go, woo, you feel better now. You get a Band-Aid. Yeah. Then kids are like, my parents, <laughs> you know? just, my parents just lie to me. Yeah. And they look at you all confused like, huh? I'm not really sure how Please. to process what just happened. Yeah. that's. Let me give you a tip. If, you, if your kid gets a shot and then you cheer and jump around and do a little dance, you just turned your baby into a future BDSM fun. Cut it out. They're going to be like, you know what? I'm just saying they look to this, you for yes. how to react. Right. Like, here's a good example of parenting 101. And if you don't know this, and a lot of you don't because I see you doing it wrong. Let's say your toddler, and by toddler, I mean they're just learning to walk, is tootling around the, your front yard, right? And takes a little nasty spell, right? Skins a knee up on the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. Let's say that. Here are your choices. A, uh, rush over, screaming, wailing, and taking the kid to the hospital for a tetanus shot immediately. B, tell him to stop being such a pussy and get off the ground. Or C, just send the dog over to lick it. Now, two of those choices will do no long-term damage to your child. One of those choices will turn your kid into an incompetent dumbass who can't do anything for themselves down the road. Know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like I was watching a show the other day, uh, and it was showing the differences between they had a bunch of kids who had uh, various uh, 
autism spectrum disorders. Okay. Okay. And every day they taught the kids how to take off their boots when they came in from outside, right? Where to put them in the room, how to take off their coat, hang it up, hang up their mittens, take off their hat, where to put their hat, right? Okay. And so those kids within the first week of school knew exactly how to handle their shit when they came in. Which is important. It's a routine. And then they showed the class across the hall, which was a bunch of normal kids whose parents came in with the kids and dis- disrobed them. Did it for them. Did it for them. Mm-hmm. And those kids never learned. You can't, you can't let the special needs kids know more than your regular kid. Quit. I mean, not no more, but your kid has to be at least as self-sufficient as those kids across the hall that need the extra help. You know what I mean? It's it's alarming to me that nobody thinks it's that nor that other little kids need to be taught this kind of stuff. When I was growing up, when I was in kindergarten, we learned all that shit when we were in kindergarten. This is where you take off your outside shoes. This is where you take off your hat. This is where you hang your coat. I this think is your most spot. people learn it by watching. If you see somebody doing it, then you realize, oh, that's what I'm supposed to do. Okay. Okay, but if everybody's mom comes in and takes off their coat and hangs well, it up, I for understand. Them, that's what, what I'm saying. saying. That's just silly. I I think parents need to be banned from the classroom. Almost entirely. mm -mm. Almost entirely. I don't think they need to be banned. Because then you'll have a teacher like thing ones who would just open the door up a tiny crack and never let anybody in there. What are they doing in there? Well, I don't, I don't, I don't think parents are, I don't think most parents help. I'll I'll be totally honest. They're so hell bent on being helpful that they're hurting. I guess. So do you think it's, I mean, do you really think a kid could be traumatized by being chucked up and doing an overhead bend? Uh, I, like I said, I think if, you know, the mom immediately started yelling and started crying. And... The mom wasn't on the flight. What? The mom wasn't on the flight. It was just the dad. The dad and the kid were on the flight together. No, it says she, her son, and her husband were on a virgin flight. Well, I don't, she wasn't anywhere near when the shit actually happened. She did not, she was not actually there. Because if she was, she would know that her the kid's daddy was playing like peekaboo, I said, right? I think that's why they're probably having issues is because she's making a big deal out of it turning <sighs> into something that it's not. All right. Of course, I, I, the solution you know, is to ban moms from planes. I'm just saying, though, I could see the kid being upset if she was upset. Yeah, I understand that. But do you really think if you, let's take an example, you and I are on a plane and our 17-month-old is with us, right? What are the odds that a flight attendant gets that kid away from us long yeah, enough to put it in an overhead bend without one or the other of us punching his cock off? You know what I mean? Yeah. I, you're, you were playing along. Or it never would have happened. I, I, hate, I think it's I hate people. Here, here's a tip, flight attendants. Don't play along. Don't okay. touch other people's kids. Don't get it. Because you're just going to get in trouble. I understand what you're trying to do. And I, think it's, I don't necessarily think it's a bad idea. But you, you got to watch your shit. I don't Sorry, necessarily buddy. think they should have fired him outright i think they probably should have investigated a little bit more because no you don't investigate anything when you're a company you just fire people well they just they said that it was just a peekaboo game yeah we don't care fired never you made one of the customers angry you're fired that's frustrating it is frustrating but it's true that's how they handle shit i expect to get fired every day because i'm a dick cut it out if i had to deal with actual customers i think i probably would because i'd be like you are a cock face That'd be my only response. My phone isn't working right. It doesn't connect to my computer, and my computer doesn't connect to the internet. IT guy, how, what can I do? Fucking die. That'd be my response. <laughs> what? Well, it's not far from the customer service you get most of the time, anyway. 
<laughs> Did you plug it in? Try this. Pretty sure Try I didn't this. touch it. I was watching it and it stopped. Turn it off and unplug it. Because unplugging it's going to make it better, you fucking dick. I hate dick. that. When, they, when you explain what the problem is and they completely disregard it and they just go yes. strictly off of the script. I like when I call and I go, I'm in IT. I've done these things. And I, give them, and I give them a list. I did these That's things. What so I've done. If these things are on your list, just go ahead and jump past it. And they never do. They don't. Please they start sir. right at the beginning Power of the script. And they still, yes. You could just get a fucking robot to do it. You really could. Ugh. Now you're mad. Frustrating. <laughs> okay. Here's my last story. It better, be, it better be good. It's pretty interesting. Pull, there's no sex in it, though. Well, then it's not good. Let me see your you boobs. You can probably see. interject. Can, you just, for, let's, can we just have a few minutes of silence while you show me your boobs? Uh, no. Police say both an intruder and a homeowner phoned 911 Monday evening to report the same thing. A strange man in a Portland home. Lieutenant Kelly Schaefer says the intruder told police he had just broken into a home when the owner arrived. And now the caller was worried that the homeowner might have a gun. Accompanied by his two German shepherds, the homeowner found the intruder and asked what he was doing in the house. That's when the stranger locked himself in a bathroom and phoned police. The homeowner called police with his account. I, this story, I think, is hilarious. A, only because if it was in Texas, the ending would be very different. You know what I'm saying? Because there would have been a gun. Because it would have gone like, it would have gone like this. shot through the bathroom door. Yeah, it would have sounded like this. Uh, I just um, I just broke into this guy's house, and now he's home, and he's got two great big dogs. And oh, my God. And the guy's dead. And then the homeowner picks up the phone and goes, uh, there was a guy in my house, and I killed him. My dogs are eating his liver. Please send a cleanup crew. I think it's much more entertaining this way. Yeah, well, they're the, both calling. They're on either side of the yes, bathroom door both calling terrified. the cops. Calling, I don't think the homeowner was terrified. He's got two fucking German shepherds and the guy's holed up in the bathroom. What's he scared of? Well, yeah, he's not scared, but I he's mean, I'm sure he was startled at first. Do you yeah. think he walked around everywhere in his house with his two German shepherds? I, it sounds to me like what happened was he was out <laughs> walking his dogs. You know yeah, what I'm saying? It could be. And the guy broke in and then the guy comes home and the, the, the burglar goes, oh, no. <laughs> Because <laughs> German Shepherds are lovely dogs, but I don't want to see two of them coming at me. That's true. Because they get, like, a little wound up, you know? I don't know, though, man. I, I don't know what the world's coming to when a burglar thinks calling 911 is going to work out. You know? It makes me sad that a burglar thinks that the legal system is going to be a better chance than he's going to get trying to get past the homeowner. Mm -hmm. uh, it makes you sad? Yeah, because... I think the, it's a good thing. No, because the homeowner's like, or the burglar's like, I'm going to go to jail for a couple hours. I'll be back on the street before morning. I'm going to play bail, and I probably won't even go to jail. No, because if they were more afraid of homeowners, they're less likely to break into their homes. But, no, this is what I'm saying. They're not. They just call the cops, and they get in over their heads. Like, ah, I need some help. This homeowner's I'm cranky. sure he's still going to have to pay some sort of price. Oh, maybe. I'd have, I'd have, if I was a homeowner, I'd kick the door and let my dogs eat his balls. That's that's how you fix shit. You know? You get a little street justice before they come get the guy. Because really, if you were a burglar and you broke into a house and then a German shepherd bit your balls off, you would stop. You would. That's the very definition of scared straight. You know? That's true. The dog bit my balls off. I gotta stop. Of course, in my luck, my dog would choke on the balls. Dog be like, God damn it. I got a trachea out of me and my dog and fish your balls out of his neck. That's no fun. 
Very nice. I keep wishing I had a bigger dog just for cases like this, though. My dog not sounds me. my dog sounds big. Yeah, but she's, she's all she's snarly not. sounding. She's not big. That's all you need, right? Just the sound. No, nobody wanna, knows unless they've seen her. No, no, no. I want a dog like my friend had. The guy that grew up in Abu Dhabi. Government pincher. Well, I want one that doesn't go crazy, but I want an yeah. attack dog like that because there's nothing scarier than those attack dogs because they don't bark, they don't growl, they just come at you. You know what I'm saying? They're just silent and they're coming. And by the time you realize they're there, you're like, this dog is going to kill me. I kind of wish I had a big dog, too, because there's a guy that's been walking his dog every morning when the kids Uh, are all getting ready to go to the bus. This is just another one of those things, like we talked about before, where the world is just sliding into chaos because some people just can't be bothered to not be a douche. Continue. Yeah, so he walks his big dog. He barely has control over it. It's terribly excited because of the kids. Right. And, and my question always is, why you got to do it now, asshole? You couldn't do it a half hour before or a half hour later? You got to do it right when there's kids going to the bus stop? Continue. Anyway, so, yeah, it, this dog is always walking around. But the thing is, it's a big dog. He right. has big poop. Right. He lets it walk wherever it wants to, and he never cleans up after it. So but, the dog will literally poop on the sidewalk where the kids have to walk. Right. That is totally beyond I, I, annoying. I totally agree. I, one day I want you to follow this guy, and then we will go around, collect all the giant dog shits, and just leave him on his front porch. Seriously. Just go, I'm pretty sure this came from your dog. I I kind of um, loudly announced to thing three that I thought that was rude. This is why, like I told you before, this is why I want to get a giant dog. Not just a big dog. Yeah, but that's big poop. I understand, but I'm going to take it to other people's house and yeah, but, uh, deliver poop vengeance. Uh, quit. Because they're like, well, my dog weighs 80 pounds. Really? Because I have a Neapolitan Mastiff and it weighs 250 pounds. And when it shits, it's the size of a small child. So poop in my yard again, and I'm going to come to your house, back my dog up to your door, and he's going to shit into your house. And if you give him any lip, I'm going to let him kill you. Now what? Plus, wouldn't you feel more comfortable walking to school with a giant dog like you see all these dumbasses walking their little pit bulls or whatever you know what i'm saying and you'd be like oh you think you're cute my dog shits bigger than your dog is how about that no i'm gonna get a neapolitan mastiff pit bull rottweiler mixed breed yikes (laughs) oh i saw a news story today speaking of pets that you don't want the kids to see oh no is it like way too cute it's about ferrets Oh, okay. What about them? They're not actually illegal here. There's oh, only two, crap. There's only two places in the country that they're illegal, and California is one of them. Thing 2 keeps asking me for a fluffy kitty. Can I please have a fluffy kitty? Please, Mom. I'm just like, you're going to no. you, you're gonna lose that one. No. Nope. You will. Why? I know, I know you say you won't, but you will. Nope. Because when it comes to cats, you're fucking weak. I don't want you, another because yeah, I I said it a hundred no. times. I said, I have a perfectly good cat. Please don't bring your shitty cat into my house. And you did. And now we're saddled with the shitty cat. Yeah, she's And the kids want a nice cat. And you want a nice cat. And that's how it's going to yeah, end. Yeah, but we're going to have to suffer until this one's gone. That's how I roll. Well, like I said before, don't tell the kids that. Cause I don't this, have disposable pets. This cat. This, one, this cat. <laughs> you're in it for life. Well, nobody's telling you you get rid of this cat, but I can guarantee you by the summertime, you're going to have another nice cat that lives in this house. Tyler's nice suggesting that we get a shark. We had frogs. Do you remember that, Tyler? 
You remember the frog thing? Here's, here's the thing. Everybody wants a pet that they can cuddle with. That's what everybody's really looking for. Mm-hmm. And the cat is very standoffish. Like, she you. only likes thing two. Right. And the dog will hang out with you for a little bit, but she gets, she's she's like, no. I she got, farts. I, well, and she's got. She's a like, lot. I got shit to do. I, I can't be. Leave me alone. I got to go do some stuff. So, I don't know. I, my prediction is that before the summer comes, there's going to be another stupid little fucking cat living in my house. No. Well, and if there is, I'm going to train this one to be proper, like my cat was. So, All right, they want to call us. We're going to call us. They can call Google Line at 214-267-9899. Email. show at gmail.com. Unless I find a Pomsky dealer, in which case all bets are off. Pomskys are cute. Pomsky dealer comes into the neighborhood, I'll have two. Don't forget you Jesus. You can vote for some blueberry.com, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Nobody cares. <laughs> Thanks, Amazon, for being my sponsor. All right, Kim. We're not there yet. Hi, this is Thing One. Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at talkshoe.com? And I'm Thing Two. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing 3, signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet. Vote for us at podcastalley.com.